Melanie Keebler was elected to the Bend City Council in 2020. She grew up in Bend and has spent her career as an attorney working for the public. She worked as a state prosecutor here in Oregon, where she says she saw the barriers that crime victims face getting justice in the legal system. That led her to become a victim's rights attorney for the nonprofit Oregon Crime Victims Law Center in Portland, and she now works for that organization in Bend. Kaler is running for mayor two years into her four-year term on the city council. If she wins, she will serve a four-year term as mayor. If she loses, she will continue as a city councilor until at least 2024. This conversation is being recorded on September 21st, 2022. Melanie Kaler, welcome back to the Radical Songbook Podcast. Thanks so much for having me, Michael. Appreciate it very much. You know, when we recorded a conversation back in June, we didn't know how many people would be running for mayor. So now we know it's you. You are one of two candidates. The other is former mm-hmm. Bend City Councilor Chris Piper, who was appointed to the council in 2018 and then lost his seat by a substantial margin in the 2020 election. So, listeners, that's where this race stands right now. Why have you decided um, to run for mayor? Well, Michael, you know, the big reason for me is that I just really love this city where I grew up, and I want to make sure that our future is one where everybody here has the opportunity to thrive. You know, no matter if you're you're new to town, you've been here a long time, no matter if you rent or you own your home, no matter what your background or your race is or how old you are, everyone here should have the ability to access housing to get around town safely and continue to be welcome and included in this community so we can all access um, the amazing things that Bend has to offer. So I'm really excited about beating Bend into the future in the next four years and ready to provide that serious leadership that we're going to need for some big decisions on planning that are going to be coming up. Yeah, one of the terms on your website that you use right at the right at the top of the issues list is that the city needs bold leadership. How do you define bold leadership in the context of what you just spoke about? As a city council and, you know, as mayor, as the leader of the city council, we are constantly making big decisions about kind of the future of our city, how we're planning, how we're managing growth, how we are evolving as we become bigger. You know, we're a city of 100,000 people now. And I really believe the mayor has to be someone who's outspoken, who's not afraid to try new things, um, and who's not afraid to make tough decisions or speak out about injustice. Um, To me, the role of mayor is not to make everybody happy, right? There's no way to do that. Um, But it's to make the right decisions that's going to help people all overbend and set us on the right path for the future. And, you know, sometimes that involves, you know, a little bit of controversy or criticism. I'm not afraid of that. I'm not afraid of some conflict that can help us make better decisions as well. Um, But to me, that bold leadership is really just stepping up, being outspoken as a leader in the community and talking about the issues that are affecting everyone here every day. Your campaign website also had mentioned some key issues, and I'd like like to start by asking you, what are your priorities as a counselor today and as mayor if you're elected in November? Yeah, one of the biggest priorities for me on council so far that I want to continue as mayor is addressing our housing crisis and continuing to step up on homelessness. Um, Our housing prices have risen year over year for the past decade. So as the number of people who are sheltering um, outside and don't have a home and bend. And this crisis is pushing, you know, key members of our community 
out of out of our city. They have to either move to a different city and commute or they just leave Bend altogether. And, you know, that's a loss for us. So affordability of housing is, is key for me. I've pushed for policies to allow us to build more types of homes in more places in Bend through the House Bill 2001 code implementation and really wanted to make sure that we did that as quickly as possible so that we can start seeing the results from that sooner. And we were the first large city to implement those changes. I've also, you know, helped make sure we take advantage of opportunities like bringing in the Stevens Road tract that's going to be a really well-planned, complete neighborhood with open spaces and trails and connections to transit, but also have over 2,500 homes planned to be there, including 20 acres of land dedicated to, um, you know, income-restricted housing. Those are kind of the big solutions that we need to keep pushing forward on to continue to bring our supply of homes up to meet demand and help bring down housing prices. And that's that's really a key priority for me. Um, the other two big priorities for me are around transportation and our environment. And, you know, all of these are very connected, of course. But for me, for our transportation system, it's pretty obvious we we haven't built it to keep up with the growth that we've experienced. And we haven't invested historically enough in infrastructure that supports people who want to get around without a car. So biking, walking, rolling, and taking transit. Um, and I want to make sure that we're increasing safety for everybody in the system. And by providing more safety for people to take trips without their car, that actually can help people that do need to drive by, by getting cars off the road. So I want to continue to push forward for solutions like we've done on Wilson Street, where we're taking a key east-west connection and actually putting a full protected bike lane corridor there, um, or the connections we're looking at um, working on in the Midtown area to perhaps do a bridge across Hawthorne over the parkway and to enhance and improve Franklin and Greenwood. So people feel like they have that safety and those options to get east to west, um, which can make the whole system work better for all of us. And, you know, finally, I, I really want to make Bend a champion when it comes to protecting our environment and addressing climate change. We've taken some good steps with our community climate action plan that I want to keep implementing, um, but we're also going to be dealing with some rules that the state has put in place um, that are called the climate-friendly rules that are going to change a lot of how we plan and ask us to really plan in a way that is going to um, address carbon emissions and, and seek to lower those and make our city more climate-friendly. You know, I want to as mayor, I want to make sure we're complying with those rules and we're seeing the results that those rules are intended to create um, with some pretty significant planning decisions in the next four years. So, you know, I, I, that's a lot of the stuff I've already been doing on council. I just want to continue with that um, and continue pushing forward to, to, to reach that vision of Bend as a welcoming, inclusive um, place where everyone has the opportunity to thrive. I want to talk a bit about houselessness, but before we get there, mm -hmm. I want to also ask you, there's another section on your campaign website that that's titled a safe and thriving community. Can you, mm -hmm. can you amplify on that a little bit? Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's another area that um, our whole community is concerned with, obviously, and I am as well. I mean, one of the big safety issues that obviously has recently come up is the horrific shooting that our community experienced at Safeway and just the specter of gun violence that affects Bend and this whole country, frankly. Um, so I think this council has already been showing some leadership on that issue. And, and just this week at our meeting tonight, we're going to continue to talk about what we can do if there's even city policies we can do, but also just increased advocacy for real solutions at the state and federal level as well. Um, I want to continue pushing our police department to, 
you know, take steps to figure out when is best for a police officer to respond and when is best for a mental health worker to respond. We'll also be talking about that tonight at our meeting. And, you know, what I appreciate from our police chief right now is that he's really willing to be frank about, you know, there are things that we shouldn't be responding to, and, and we would actually love to have somebody else taking care of those um, so we can concentrate on the stuff that, that does need a police officer response. Um, continuing to push forward with that type of innovation, I think, is really key to increasing community safety and, you know, reducing um, interactions with police that don't need to happen and helping people just get the help they need um, if they're in a crisis moment. So a lot of that safety, that's how I think about it. Um, you know, I want also to continue the conversation, and we have to keep talking about the fact that racism and bigotry still exists here in Bend, and there are many members of our community that, that don't feel welcomed or don't feel safe. Because of that, um, as mayor, I want to continue to lead and making sure we're not we're not forgetting to talk about that and keep pushing forward with many of our amazing local groups who who work on that issue and want to see it be better in Bend. I get back on the issue of houselessness. I think, mm-hmm. in, in my view, in my view, that's kind of an example of something. Uh, the current council is really really working hard on that issue, which, in my view, is not something that past councils really spent a lot of time on. The fact that you are focused on this issue leads to a lot of the controversy. So when a problem has been allowed to grow for many years without any real response, the first people to step up and say, hey, we're going to do something about this, you're kind of, you know, you're planting a flag and you're standing out there and you're, and you're going to be a lightning rod for criticism. I think that's okay. You know, I'm not, I'm not afraid of that because the value for me is that we need to do something about this. We can't turn a blind eye. We can't say, well, someone else's problem, county's problem, state's problem. Um, we've got to lead. And I think that is what we've shown and I've shown on council so far is that, you know, we're not afraid to do things like come up with a new idea for a joint office with the county so that we can actually be partners and then go and take that idea, get the county commissioners on board, take it to Salem, get funding from the legislature and make it a reality. You know, for me, it's not, I'm, I'm really proud of the results we've been able to get um, instead of just talking about the issue and creating a plan and then kind of putting it on the shelf. We're really putting those those plans into action and trying to get real solutions on the ground because that's really the only way we're going to make a difference. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I believe the, the city definitely, you know, we desperately need uh, year-round shelters, to use one example. Yeah, and that was something, you know, that was a priority for me talking on the campaign trail when I was running for council is that we needed especially a year-round emergency shelter that's overnight that just, does the basic job of getting people out of the elements. Um, And that's something this council was able to get done in the first six months. So we've really shown that, like, when it's a priority for us, we want to actually get things done and not just talk about it. A recent bulletin report that that you are one of the counselors that has expressed interest in, uh, at least this is what the bulletin reported, that you expressed interest in possibly banning the possession of a loaded gun in public in the city, another potentially controversial issue. Mm-hmm. Can you can you talk a bit about that? Yeah, I think, um, and a lot of it is going to center around the conversation we have tonight with our staff about what's possible as far as city ordinances and what isn't. Um, I think because of pretty concerted efforts by the gun lobby in past decades, there are a lot of restrictions and preemptions for city entities on what we can do to regulate guns in the city. So, you know, that is one of the areas we may be able to move forward in. You know, I, I want to actually make sure we get all the background info, understand how something like that might be enforced, you know, and see if it's something that we want to do as a council. 
But for me, you know, it's just when you add, <laughs> and this is an, not just a Ben problem, it's an America problem, when guns are very easily accessible and you just add guns into the equation of any kind of conflict, whether it's someone taking your parking space, whether it's a argument outside a bar, you know, it just makes everything so much more dangerous. So if there is any way that we can take action to reduce that risk, I want to do it. And for me, I recognize, you know, the city is fairly limited. So I want to also make sure that we are raising our voice for state issues and federal issues as well to see if we can make meaningful change there too. Yeah, and listeners, I just want to remind you that we're, I'm talking to Melanie Keebler, candidate for mayor right now, and she's referring to meetings tonight. I mean, things are moving. All these issues that we're talking about, there are th- things are moving. So it's, it's upon you, listener, to pay attention to what's going on at City Hall and follow the, follow the news about it so that, uh, you'll hear what, what, what are some of the results of the, the, this conversation that we're having. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your, opinion, pro and con, I guess I would say, of the current, the work of the current city council. Yeah, I'm, I'm really proud of that the current council has been able to get so many things done that are on our priority and our goal list, um, even through a really difficult period. So we, you know, I was sworn in on Zoom <laughs> to the city council at the beginning of 2021, and I was also sworn in on the night of January 6th um, when the insurrection was happening at the Capitol. So we, that's sort of the frame of how we started our terms, um, and we have done many of our meetings on Zoom. You know, I'm really happy we've been able to get back in person and in person with the public recently this year, but, you know, that has been an obstacle to overcome, and I think we've still been able to work together really well and work with our staff to get results. So, I, you know, we also went through, um, you know, some resignations and appointments and still were able to stay on track with our work plan. Um, so I'm happy with how things have gone and I want to continue to have those good relationships and, you know, productive, productive work at every meeting to make sure we continue to move forward. Are are there any other issues that you, that you wanted to touch on that I, that I didn't mention? Uh, no, Michael, I don't think so. I think, you know, the only other thing I will say and just want to really emphasize is that the next four years are really critical for us as a city, as a growing city, as a city of 100,000 people, um, we need to be making the right decisions. And for me, what I don't want to see is then become a sprawling city where housing is out of reach for too many people and only wealthy people can live here. You know, I want us to grow in a really smart way that meets our housing needs but still preserves our community spirit. And that's going to be my, my goal as mayor. So, so what would you say? Um, you've had a couple of um, candidate debates. Um, what mm-hmm. sets you? What would you say sets you apart from your opponent? Uh, first of all, just to touch on that last point I made, you know, my opponent is definitely pro growing our boundaries um, in large ways. At the forum this week, he mentioned he wants to revise Oregon land use laws. Um, and, you know, to me that I think our land use system is, is great and helps create great communities and I want to work within that. Um, and I think for me, the other thing is I'm not afraid to talk about my values or to stand up and be outspoken on issues that people in Bend care about. Um, I think that's really important for a mayor to be someone who's present and visible in the community. And when people are upset or when people are, you know, marching in the streets, you know, that you're out there with people understanding the issues that they care about and trying to figure out if there's anything the city can do to help. So um, that's going to be a priority for me is being really visible in the community, continuing to get out and listen to people, 
make sure people feel like they're being heard and accessing their government, and then just not being afraid to make tough decisions when those come in front of me. I expect that um, that your opponent will be getting a lot of money from a few local uh, political action committees and organizations, the same, one, same ones that uh, pushed for his appointment four years ago. How can people get uh, involved in your campaign? Yeah, so if you go to MelanieKeebler.com, you can sign up to get my email newsletter, which we push out with opportunities for volunteering and other things you can do to help the campaign. Um, there's a button to donate, of course, which is contributing to my campaign, helps me get my message out to voters and make sure people know who I am and what I'm about. Um, you know, we've got yard signs. People can uh, write letters to the editor. There's a lot of things you can do to get the message out um, if you're supportive of me um, or want to get involved with the campaign, you know, and we really, we really are a people-powered campaign and count on volunteers and supporters to help us out. So we would love to have people visit the website, sign up, and, and get involved. What's the website again? MelanieKeebler.com. Okay, I always like to ask my guests uh, if there's anything I left out, anything I should ask you that I didn't, or any just generally, you know, something more that you might want to say to our listeners. No, Michael, I've really enjoyed this conversation. I, I think your questions cover, you know, a lot of the, the issues that I'm hearing about from people is, you know, what are you what are you going to do? What makes you different? And what are your priorities? So, you know, I'll just say again, you know, I, I want to be a mayor for all of Bend. I want to make sure we're moving in a direction where everybody is able to share in the prosperity here and that we're really keeping our eye on the ball of making sure our future is more, you know, more equitable and more inclusive um, and people aren't getting pushed out, that we really need to be part of our community. And that's what I want to work hard to do as mayor. Melanie Kabler, thanks so much for joining me here on the Radical Songbook Podcast. Thank you, Michael. It's been a pleasure.